Hello, FBA podcast family. Today, we are joined by Mr. Doug Gillen, who is the athletic director of Appalachian State University. He originally oversaw the transition from App State to an FPS program and then was ranked one of four National Under Armour 80s of the year in the year 2019 and 2020. Now, we had an interview with him earlier, and uh, we will go ahead and start that for you guys right now. University of New Mexico, first in at the University of Missouri. And, um, and then after a couple of years there, I actually, uh, you know, kind of took a parallel path and switched a little bit and started working with a company called ISB Sports in Learfield, which is, you know, Learfield's a different company today than it was back then. They were all just getting started in the multimedia rights. But, you know, I started with them and they had the first kind of Mizzou sports properties combination of ISP sports and Learfield. That took me from Mizzou Sports Properties to Syracuse Sports Properties, and then uh, back down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, uh, for 10 more years running the sales organization for ISP Sports before it was sold to IMG College in 2010. And uh, it's at that time, after the integration of ISP into IMG, um, that I went back on campus as the deputy athletic director at the University of Missouri, again, working for my mentor, Mike Alden, and then uh, was there two and a half years uh, as we went into the SEC, and then was fortunate enough to become the athletic director at App State in 2015. Joey, that is my quick, <laughs> my quick run around the country. It seems like a lot. You, you've seen a lot, and uh, sounds like you've been very blessed. So could you uh, give us a little explanation of what exactly your role is as athletic director at App State and what it takes to be an athletic director, a successful one at a D1 university. What's your day-to-day jobs look like? Yeah, I said the role, you know, start with the role. The role is certainly um, to run our intercollegiate athletics departments, currently 17 sports, a little over 400 student athletes. We have a total budget of about $29 million, about 120 to 130 full-time employees, you know, compete in the Sun Belt Conference, uh, fresh off some realignment and, you know, working through that. Um, so very exciting time at App, you know, in, in the sport of uh, football, we've won six straight bowl games, four conference tournaments or four conference championships. Went to the NCAA tournament basketball last year. We're one bid league, so we won the conference, went to the NCAA tournament, uh, sent seven wrestlers to the NCAA tournament, one golfer. Um, so a pretty good year competitively for us, you know, day to day, I think it's to try to, you know, wake up every day and make sure that, you know, we're, we're thinking about our student athletes, certainly health and well-being. Um, how do we uh, make sure that we're meeting their needs from an academic standpoint, a social standpoint, a competitive standpoint, and just the overall experience standpoint. And so that that's really the day to day. Now that that comes from, you know, working with whether it's academics or compliance or revenue generation, tickets, marketing, development, uh, on-campus relations, chancellor, vice chancellor, hiring. Today I'm working on hiring, you know, deputy athletics director for us here at App. So I've had three interviews on that already this morning. Uh, have some meetings with our uh, vice chancellor for development. So the good news is every day is different. Uh, personnel is a big part of it. Uh, managing the different, uh, the multiple different levels of constituents that we all have to manage is a huge part of it. And then certainly uh, every day trying to work on the culture of our, um, of our staff and our student athletes. 
sounds like a lot, but it sounds like you do a great job at it. And looking from the outside in, uh, it seems like over the past few years, especially App State has been very successful. But how would you, as the athletic director, define success for an athletic department? Yeah, I think, you know, like most athletic directors, we have what I call our core values or our guiding principles, and those kind of really guide us in, in, in how we define success. And as I tell our student athletes and all of our recruits, when uh, moms and dads and sons and daughters come to visit App as a potential place to come to further their education and, and, and competitiveness, is, you know, we win when they get their degree. So first and foremost, uh, we're here to help them achieve success in the classroom. I tell uh, all of our coaches do a great job recruiting folks that can compete in the classroom first. Uh, and so that makes makes other competition easier. And so degree is number one, and then certainly social responsibility. We want to make sure that we're representing our great university. We talk to them about that. And then, um, and then you know, competitive, we want to win. So everything that we do, we want to uh, win and be successful. And then for us, we got to make sure that we provide uh, all of our student athletes and coaches all the resources it takes to be successful, whatever that might be, um, whether it's nutrition or travel or training or academics or mental health or et cetera. Uh, you know, that's kind of our job on a daily basis to make sure we're talking to our coaches and see what they need to, to continue to further their success. Now, my next question is a bit uh, twofold um, from a personal standpoint. What would you say um, specifically to college athletics is your favorite part about working in college athletics? And on the other hand, what would you say is the most uh, difficult or challenging aspect about working specifically in college athletics? Uh, I, th- I think the the most rewarding, I guess, is twofold. One is when uh, our student athletes graduate, you know, they come here and they get their degree and then they get that first job, you know. So, you know, like we all talk about 40 years, not four years. And uh, so that that certainly walk, watching them walk across the stage and, and shake the chancellor's hand um, post pandemic, pre pandemic and um, and get their degree. And then and then certainly work with career services to get them the first uh, employment. And, and then certainly, you know, every time they have success in the sport that they love, knowing how much work that they've put in to that sport, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, whether it's at practice or watching them and, and knowing that they're going to be at 6 a.m. workouts or they're going to be practicing until 10 o'clock at night, depending on facility usage. I think just watching when they achieve success, uh, which usually comes with winning, knowing how much work they put in to get there is very, very rewarding. The difficult part, uh, that's a great question. I think one of the one of the more difficult parts is maneuvering around all of the dis- different constituent groups that there is, uh, making sure you're communicating uh, proactively to everybody on campus and um, good and bad news. If, if anything's coming up, make sure that you, know, you kind of manage up and manage down from a communication standpoint. And certainly, you know, for those that are invested in our program. So that that is um, it's not necessarily difficult, but you got to always pay attention and make sure that you're uh, touching those that you need to touch uh, from a communication standpoint. You know, personnel is always going to be a challenge when you're when you're running a, you know, any organization. Um, at times, you know, there's obviously sometimes when personnel decisions need to be made that those that's difficult. Um, and then the last thing I would say is if you know if you have. I mean, now with the transfer portal, if you have some students transferring, that's that's always difficult to maneuver through that. Um, and, and thankfully here at App State, that's uh, that's been very, very few. We haven't had much, uh, many transfers, many portal type situations. And then, you know, I guess lastly, as I'm, I'm rolling on this, uh, 
you know, continuing to manage through, you know, the NCAA and uh, whether it's NIL or now it's con the Constitution Committee, now it's the Transformation Committee, um, trying to stay up to speed um, with that. And as well, at the same time, you got realignment going on. <laughs> so there's a few things happening. Yeah, it's a very, uh, bit, we're in a very busy landscape in Colorado Lakes right now. How would you say you stay maybe ahead of the game or are prepared for uh, changes like realignment or any changes um, that may be going on in college athletics? Uh, well, I think two, th two things. One is, you know, anticipation is key. It's hard to anticipate all the moving parts and changes. Um, I do think uh, relationships, having relationships uh, throughout the industry, being, you know, being a good peer to, to other folks. Um, and vice versa, I think it's important. Uh, but, and having a great staff, you know, you gotta have a lot of great folks that are plugged in and, and uh, working hard. And we have that here at App State. We have a lot of great folks that work here um, for our university. Uh, I guess those would be the keys. And then, and then certainly having a good line of communication with your conference office uh, and your commissioner. And we certainly have that with Commissioner Gill and, and with the Sunbelt Conference and, um, you know, there's no surprises either way in anything on the conference office or at the at the university level. Now, last question I have for you. I know Adam will have some questions after me, but last question I have is many of the people listening uh, that listen to this podcast are just starting off their career in college athletics. So what advice would you have for someone that is just starting off and wants to both get that entry level job and also progress within college athletics? Yeah, I think, um, you know, some of them are cliche, but, you know, obviously you got to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to be uh, willing to work in a lot of different areas, but wear a lot of different hats that might not be what it says on your business card. Uh, and I think it'd be um, relational. Make sure that you're, you know, uh, relational with other coaches. Make sure you know what your coaches need, what your administrators need, um, how you can be of assistance. And sometimes it might be just, doing X, Y, Z. The other thing, it might be, hey, can you come in on the weekend and work game ops? You know, we have we have some of our senior level administrators that serve as, I'll call them ball girls and ball boys, although they're adults, <laughs> but they, they're working at our soccer events. They're working at our field hockey events. So we wear a lot of different hats and I think could just be uh, real conscientious to be really good where you're at, um, pay attention, uh, manage up and manage down, be a good teammate and, um, and, and just help your coaches out the best you can. Perfect. Well, Mr. Dillon, we, we do appreciate the time. Um, my first question is, can you kind of explain the process transitioning from the FCS level for football to an FBS? Um, I know it's kind of happening um, more recently here and, and kind of just goes what goes on behind that. Um, I know it's kind of one of your first projects um, in this role. So just curious on that. Yeah, no, I think uh, so when, when I arrived at um, at App State, you know, we had probably one year under our belt, but certainly we're picking up kind of where the, the start was. Um, I think it's really trying to get a handle. And a lot of that is on the expense side. You know, for us here at App State, we were in the Southern Conference, which is, you know, really nice geographically tight league that you can get by a bus, you're never really getting on a plane, um, to a league that with the Sun Belt that, you know, at that time went from Texas to uh, App State, we're probably you know you know the, the mountains of North Carolina to to uh, San Marcos, Texas, and then after that uh, we were two years in, and then we added Coastal Carolina. So now you actually went from the from the beach of South Carolina all the way to um, to Texas. So one of the biggest things was trying to 
uh, get a handle on the expenses, how we travel, how many days out do you go, where do you fly into and out of. That was the biggest part and is expensive. You know, we went, we went from, you know, X amount of expense to, you know, probably uh, close to seven figures in, in increased expense. And so kind of growing into that now at the same time, you know, we were, cause you immediately want to go from 63 to 85 scholarships in the sport of football. Well, that's expensive. And then, you know, that also kind of throws a little bit, um, you know, can throw uh, title nine out of whack. So you got to make sure that you're uh, managing that. And we've, you know, I've been here uh, now six and a half years, we've done three different out, uh, you know, third party, Title IX reviews to make sure that we're making sure we're providing opportunities. So you got to make sure you're doing that too with with the change in scholarships and the change in expense. And then you know it's from a revenue standpoint you got to you got to fund it. So you got to grow the revenue pieces. Uh, we're fortunate that we sell out most of our football games. That really helps us from a merchandise concessions, obviously ticket standpoint, but also. Um, you know, from whether it's our licensing, trying to grow our licensing rather, and uh, parking, et cetera, you know, our Yosef Club uh, going, going up as well. So, um, Adam, it's it's a lot. Right? I mean, it's a lot of things to figure out, roster limits, um, roster management. And then, you know, you finally kind of getting your feet wet and or getting your feet on the ground. And I think we've done that. And then, you know, after six years, then here comes realignment. And uh, for us, what we said all along is, you know, be relevant when when uh, when this starts. And we were and and are and, you know, have been, you know, I think an integral part in what is going to be the Sun Belt moving forward in the next, uh, you know, however many years. So there's a lot to, that goes into it. And uh, but you grow into it, too. You, it's not overnight. It, it takes a while. And uh, we just feel really blessed again to, you know, the first time we went in and we're bowl eligible, we won six straight. So we've got a little culture and tradition of, of success here um, that that's really starting to permeate to all of our other sports. That's great. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a lot um, more than I expected. That's for sure. The last question I have, um, I love the, the four core values that you mentioned. How did you establish those? Obviously, academics and, and social responsibility is a huge part. But do you mind just kind of explaining that just a little bit? Yeah, I think those are the pillars. And when you talk to athletic directors around the country, they're borrowed, right? In, in some way, shape or form. I mean, I, sometimes sometimes the smartest person in the room is the one that looks at the other smart people in the room. And, and I could go on and on about the other ADs that I've sat in, you know, kind of doing what you guys are doing right now, or whether it's what used to be D, whatever it was, D1 and the fellows program and listening to great athletic directors like Gene Smith and Jim Phillips and Mike Alden. Eric Hyman, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'm trying to think, you know, obviously uh, Dutch Bachman ran it back in the day. I'm dating myself a little bit, which is now lead one. Um, so, you know, a lot of the things is learn and listen from folks that have come before you um, in the business. And, um, and, and that's where, you know, so you, so you start to develop what makes you and what you want to be um, and want the athletic department to look like when you finally get in the chair. And a lot of what I did was um, just learn from all those folks over the years. And uh, they're very successful um, in trying to just kind of pick their brains on what's successful wherever they were and, and really try to put it in place at, uh, at App State. And, and as I mentioned a lot, I learned from Mike Alden when I worked with him twice, uh, once at New Mexico and uh, once at Missouri and a little bit of a crossover in Mexico. And then my uh, and then other mentors like Ben Sutton, who started um, ISP Sports 
Um, he's a great friend and mentor, taught me a lot about leadership. So a lot of that is kind of, and you guys are in it now too, is just you pick up pieces throughout your journey. And um, all the folks along the way, Tom Thomas has been a great part of my journey. And, and those have helped formulate those core values. Uh, I'll actually finish it off with one more question. So you've clearly been, uh, had a very successful career in Colorado Athletics. What would you say that that uh, success is most uh, attributed to it? What, what trait of yours uh, would you say is most important to uh, the success that you've had? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I think, you know, success is defined differently for different folks. Um, you know, I think, I think for me, it's been to be relational, you know, to care about people, to um, try to build relationships, um, whether it's donors or campus or coaching or um, peers or mentors. I think that's um, been a big part of it. Um, you know, for, for me, one of the things is, you know, my, my background is probably, some would say, mostly sales and revenue generation. And for that, that's all relationships, too. And, and being able to, you know, talk to people about investing in college athletics, young men and young women. And, and um, so that certainly helped me over the years. And then and then, as I mentioned, uh, per Adam's question, just really to you know, learn from those that have done it and done it really, really well that don't need to reinvent, but just maybe take some great ideas that they have and put them put them in place here. All very important things. Well, again, I want to uh, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. I know I've learned a lot. And I hope everybody uh, listening on the FBCA podcast has learned a lot as well. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Adam. Have a great day. Great weekend.